is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, happy Friday and thanks for joining us here on our Open Line Open Ideas program. And we want to hear from you, 360-676-5464. And a reminder once again that uh, on Monday... And on Thursday of next week, we'll continue our series of debates between local candidates for state office. On Monday, we'll hear from Alicia Rule and Tasha Dykstra-Thompson, who are challenging each other for the state house seat from uh, one of the state house seats from the 42nd District. They'll both be on the program, and uh, we'll do it the same format and guess kind of the same questions same issues at least that will that we uh, touched on with uh, our candidates for the state senate from the 42nd district this past tuesday and if you haven't had a chance to hear that you can go to our website kgmi.com click on podcasts and kgmi connects and it's right there from september 27th here we are september 30th wow all these months just fly by and the Mariners could go to the postseason with a win. To, well, they will go with a win tonight. I mean, if that isn't uh, just amazing. I mean, just think about, I mean, we ended this this season with lots of high hopes for the Mariners after their run toward the postseason. Fell just short last year. And this year started out so with such high hopes. And then, you know, you remember like in early June, it's like, this team is going nowhere fast. It was a big disappointment. And then they turned it around before the, the All-Star break with that 14-game win streak. And and they've kept the gas on pretty much all until the last couple of weeks. <laughs> and that road trip was kind of a mess. But now they seem to have uh, righted the ship and are uh, ready to sail into the postseason. So good, good going, Mariners. Congratulations. Uh, it's not a done deal yet, but, I mean, it seems like um, – Something major, an asteroid would have to hit us to make them not make the postseason this year. So uh, that that means that there's a pretty good darn chance that uh, they'll make it. But uh, we do want to hear from you, 360-676-5464. And I've got uh, Josh in the producer's chair, so I have, uh, I have a call screener. We're all set to go here on this uh, Friday. So uh, let's, let's begin with our friend John in Ferndale. Hi, John. Hey, Joe. Uh, can you hear me? I can, yeah. Excellent, excellent. Um, yesterday you were talking about uh, Edward Snowden, uh-huh. and my feelings on him are pretty much exactly yours as, as far as what he should have done uh, being a legitimate whistleblower. If you have information, you bring you bring it forth, right? But consider this, Joe. He was given absolutely terrible advice from the hack uh, right-wing journalist, Glenn Greenwald, who used to be, he used to be super liberal. He's all over the place. He's a he's a gay man. He's married. He lives down in uh, in Bolsonaro country. With I uh, the the uh, oh uh, yeah. uh, uh, Brazil, Brazil. I keep the Amazonia. That's not the name of it, John. <laughs> uh, yeah, and he speaks fluent Portuguese, right? So when he's down there, uh, you know, uh, preaching to the right-wing Bolsonaro crowd, he says things completely differently, like as far as his philosophy. What you, then he goes on Laura Ingram's show last, last night, and now he's the one who took Edward Snowden to Russia. And, and, and you know, um, as, as, as far as what Edward Snowden really thinks about all this, whether he applied to be a citizen and all that, right, um, he should have known never to to go to Russia, but we haven't heard any real proof of life from him. His Twitter account, his friends and family say it sounds nothing like him, like he's, you know, so um, who, who knows? But the bigger point is Fox News and, and you had like Laura Ingram last night talking to Glenn Greenwald about this Nord Stream uh, gas pipe explosion, right? Uh Uh Um, And of course, Tucker Carlson as well. 
And it's, boy, Joe, it's just the blame America crowd. Blame the United States first. We're the bad guys. Uh, and Tucker Carlson even had a, had a list. Well, now Russia's, uh, uh, they're justified if they want to cut our underwater, uh, undersea Internet cables. And what would that do to our banking? Like, well, I'm sure they're listening in the Kremlin, Tucker. I mean, what is this, Joe? Did I? Yeah, I mean, this is this is insane. But the thing is, it's scary. It's what I was talking about yesterday. They support Viktor Orban, mm. this new uh, fascist leader that's in that's in Italy, uh, uh, Maloney, uh-huh. and 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 now and now Putin against our like there are Russia experts here talking about why this why this happened, and who could have done it, right? The United States is not going to do a direct provocation of war at this very time. However, there are arguments in Russia between their doves and their hawks, and what, what, what they think happened was they just loaded up a pig, which is, which is one of those cleaning uh, uh, devices that goes down the tube, right? Oh, yeah, put, yeah. Put uh-huh. a bomb in it. That way it cuts it off. The thing is... Well. Uh, uh, the European Union already has all, close to 90% of all the natural gas that they're going to need in reserves now. They're going to survive the winter. And this this was a way to end the, the talk. Well, maybe maybe we'll turn the, the gas pipe back on for them, and, and we'll, we'll agree not to annex, and this cut all that off. And they just had that, that, that vote where, uh, where uh, well, that fake vote that Putin had. Or, yeah, yeah to, a, what, a fifth of uh, so, Ukraine? Yeah, but I don't it, like I, Fox News supporting him, Joe. Well, I, I I heard Lars Larson a little bit earlier here on KGMI saying that uh, he he says uh, Joe Biden is the number one uh, suspect in uh, who may have ordered the, uh, <laughs> the the sabotage of that pipeline. I I I I I think that's pretty darn far fetched and um, and and a little bit concerning that uh, we've got. Uh, major media personalities who are putting this forward to the president. And I mean, not that our government has never done anything nefarious before, but that seems a little bit beyond the pale that uh, that uh, Joe Biden would have ordered the U.S. Navy to go and uh, sabotage the, a pipeline. But thanks for your thoughts, John. Uh, appreciate you getting us going here. And uh, yeah, Edward Snowden and I, regardless of what uh, transpired there is, or as who 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 helped him or gave him any kind of counsel, um, uh, here he is sitting there, uh, becoming a Russian citizen proudly apparently, and uh, and then we got uh, other proud Russian citizens doing everything they can to get out of the country because of uh, what it's doing to its neighbor. Uh, thanks for your call, John. Let's go to uh, once again our phone number three six zero six seven six five four six four. Michelle in Bellingham joins us. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Joe. Um, just before I make my point about the uh, uh, forum that Simon Sefcig moderated so well last night at Meridian High School about public safety, I'd just like to make one quick note. Of the 10 or so stations I monitor for prices between Bellingham and Linden on the guide uh, Meridian um, heading north, uh, you know, it's um, there were all all of them in the last two weeks have increased their prices somewhere between in the 90s up to about a dollar 10 or 20 and in two weeks and i've never seen any gas increases that high that fast ever in uh you know 56 years of driving i think i've done and it was just amazing but anyway that that just thought i'd mention that um Simon Sefcik could not have been more impressive last night as the moderator of the panel that included Sheriff Elfo, the police chiefs of Bellingham, Linden, and Ferndale, and also Prosecutor Eric Ritchie. Um, he, uh, Sheriff Elfo, explained the horrors of our of our incredibly frustrating jail, with only 212 beds available now, and the fact that. He literally dozens of criminals are let go every week or every month, whatever it is. Um, he didn't give exact numbers, but many, many criminals are let go because they simply can't book them. And this is not for minor crimes. These are people doing some pretty bad stuff. And uh, the sheriffs, uh, the sheriff and the police chiefs also confirmed that Washington State, and I already knew this, but I wanted them to confirm it, 
has the least police officers uh, per capita of any of the 57, I think it is, states and territory territories in the United States. And we have the looniest, um, you know, uh, and the weakest crime-fighting governor in the country, unless you want to count Oregon's. And um, the fact that we have the fewest cops, um, Elfo, and the other police chiefs just were very frank and honest and just sounded so frustrated. I mean, I couldn't believe they had the courage to show up, although everybody clapped for them many times. Hundreds of people were there. Obviously, the community is very concerned, which makes me feel grateful because I've been fighting crime so hard. And um, the other thing I was going to say before, um, the other key thing was we had a chance to sign petitions uh, to res to restore the proper function of police pursuit power that Inslee so uh, re incredibly took away. And so also, let me just ask um, you though, Michelle. I mean, sure. I mean, should there be no limits on the types of crime? I mean, do we want high speed chases on our highways and our roads and our streets? Do we want that on you know, for always. just about anything? And I. I mean, I think it makes sense that because that puts everybody at danger in in danger. And um, I agree to a point. It's just that there but, are criminals who, sure. who are getting away with serious crimes, especially car theft. Yeah, and, but is it does is chasing down a car thief is that worth putting the public at risk with a high speed chase? I don't think so. I, I well, I'll just tell I, you I right now. I think can. that's crazy to say a car thief should be chased down at a, in a high speed chase because uh, a car got stolen. I'm sorry, the car got stolen. I, but you know, to put to put my family if we're out on this on the roads, put anybody at risk in a high speed chase because of a car theft. That's ridiculous. I think. Well, you make you make a lot of sense there. I won't dispute you. Um, on the other hand, uh, there have been a number over a thousand. Uh, you know, genuine criminals have gotten away in this calendar year in our state. It might be up over 2,000 now. I'm not sure. But uh, a few weeks ago, it was well over 1,000. And, and many of those, you know, uh, needed to be, uh, you know, maybe not shot at in a car chase or maybe not 100 miles an hour. I mean, obviously, the police have been trained to do this the right way. Uh, I don't think, now correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think there have been that many uh, uh, you know, fatalities or serious injuries in the uh, 70s, 80s, 90s, and aughts, you know, up until now, but, you know, caused in Washington, at least that's the time I know Washington, I don't think there have been that many uh, caused serious problems. I, I think it's a fairly tiny number. Yeah, that, I don't know that, if there are stats be, available. But you I don't know, know the, if there are stats available. But the one um, sheriff's deputy that pops into my mind who lost his life was you mean killed back in 03 yeah was killed in a high-speed crash in a crash and during a high-speed chase um that so. was tragic but i i don't want to sound crass but i don't think that we i mean it great it, incredibly tragic situation but i don't think we should let thousands and thousands of criminals over a 20-year period escape um you know uh uh okay. For the you know because we had one fatality, um, if that makes any sense, I I think that's very similar to um, you know uh, uh, not arresting uh, drug addicts because uh, some of them are good people. Okay. Um, you know I think we need to uh, arrest them all and then sort let the uh, police sort it out and the court system sort it out. And obviously, we do need to keep our constitutional rights, and even criminals have those. So, um, yeah. you know, okay. but, but you make a lot of sense. I'm, I'm not saying you don't make sense, because you do make sense. Well, and, and I'm not saying cases, that you're, you're completely wrong. I, and I think I think the, the laws that were enacted need to be, and they were to one degree or another. I, I don't know that everything should just go back to where it was. And I, I think it makes sense that uh, our lawmakers said, "Let's have a look at policing." When there was such an, uh, you know, a public uproar over police tactics, and uh, and so I'm not saying that all these laws that were passed were perfect or good or should stay in place. But um, and I, so I appreciate your position too, Michelle. And well, thank you, Joe. Have a good day. You too. Take care. And I've got to take a quick break. We'll take uh, more of your calls. We got other folks on the line. And um, let's see. I had a, a message. 
and emails. We're, we're getting a new phone system installed as we speak. So if you're having any trouble, just keep trying, and uh, we'll get you in as soon as we can. Um, Rich said that uh, phone ringing off the hook. Very strange. But that's probably it. We're, we're still dealing with a, a couple of bugs. But I've got a few people on the line, and uh, we'll get right to you here on KGMI Connects in just a moment. Dewey Griffin Subaru is driven by one simple concept. If we all give a little, we'll all have a lot. Kindness, care, and safety have never been more important. That's why Subaru and the team at Dewey Griffin are doing their part to keep you and your loved ones safe while driving. Need a new Subaru? Stop by Dewey and learn about special ordering locally to get all the options you want and supporting a dealership that supports our community. Dewey Griffin Subaru. Community-minded, community-driven, and the only Subaru-certified tire and service center in the county. AirTech Heating is a premier Lennox dealer celebrating three decades of serving our community. They'll install the perfect system to keep you warm all winter long. As a premier Lennox dealer, whether you need maintenance or a new furnace, heat pump, ductless heating system, or a new gas fireplace, you can always count on the experts at AirTech Heating to give you an honest estimate on the best system for your home. Call AirTech Heating today at 734-5010 and online at airtechheat.net. I'm Marty Mayberry. My grandparents started our berry farm in the 40s, setting up our family for the future. That's why I support Simon Sevzik for State Senate. He's looking out for Washington's future. I'm Paul Burrell, commercial fisherman. Simon Sevzik has already represented the people of Whatcom County in the Senate. We know he won't back down. I'm Debbie Vanderveen. Six generations of my family have lived here. And I want more generations to flourish in Whatcom County. That's why I support Simon Sefcik. The Washington Fraternal Order of Police, Whatcom County Sheriff Bill Elfo, Laborers Union 292, and many more elected officials all endorse Simon Sefcik for State Senate. I'm Senator Simon Sefcik. Whatcom County is my home. And I'm asking you to send me back to Olympia where I can stand up and fight for you. He's fighting for our future and for our families. Simon Sefcik is fighting for us. Paid for by Simon for Senate Republican. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. And we are taking your calls live, and um, we'll get you on the air. As I said, we're putting a new phone system. It's just getting it installed now. But it should be working, and I've got Robert on the line. Hi, Robert. Hello. Uh, yesterday, somebody called about nuclear power. Yeah. And um, I'm one that's big into bicycling and conservation using less energy and a less rat race lifestyle. But at the same time, I'm I'm okay with nuclear power because um, and also solar and wind uh, and a lot of other energy sources. I, I think we, we have to solve the problem from both sides. We, we right now we're kind of like there's fighting, arguing back and forth. Should we create more energy, use technology, advance into the future, or should we go back to the past and all ride bicycles? I've heard people say that. Well, I, I think bikes are good for health, and they're good as a lifestyle and city planning. I like compact city planning. I'm in favor of cutting back on consumption, especially while we wait the better energy source to come along. But even if we have all the energy in the world, it's still a healthy, peaceful way to go to ride a bike. But I think uh, nuclear might be one of the things we need. Uh, some of it's a little bit, uh, well, there's questions about, but there's newer forms of nuclear power that are coming out that are probably safer. And I definitely think in Europe, they shouldn't be turning off nuclear plants because they, you know, they're when the gas, the shortage of gas from Russia, mm-hmm. they should keep their existing plants going. There's some question about whether you want to spend a lot of money to build a real expensive nuclear plant. You might be able to do it cheaper with solar panels or something like that. But one that's already going, keep it going. And there's newer ones coming along. And someday, maybe we'll get hydrogen fusion. We're not quite there yet. But clear back when I was in college in an astronomy class, I heard about hydrogen fusion. And I think if we could figure that out, that would really help us for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's where uh, it's a, a just a, an ongoing reaction. And I'm 
I, I don't know all the particulars of it, but it's, it's I guess it's basically how the sun functions, how the sun keeps going without burning out, that it it continues to just have, it's a, you know, this internal um, uh, ongoing fusion reaction that, um, and as opposed to fission that uh, eventually will burn out the, the atoms involved and and uh, then, then we're left with nuclear and radioactive ra- waste, you know, but uh, a fusion reactor wouldn't produce that waste. But, yeah. yeah, I think you, the sun works with gravity because it's so big that that contains the fusion reaction, whereas with our, we don't yet have the technology to contain it. What happens is it just dissipates out and then it peters out. Mm-hmm. But if we can get it to go, then there's less waste and there's a lot more, there's plenty of hydrogen, so we have a pretty big, we just don't, haven't found a way to confine it. It just kind of peters out or uh-huh. sputters out, whereas the sun is so big with so much gravity, it's, it kind of holds itself together with its powerful gravity. I see. It keeps it contained where we don't have the, the means to contain the 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 reaction and the, you know, the, the electrons yeah. that fly around and that create the, the, re, the radiation. Yeah, that's basically... To put it in a really scientific way, I... uh, All right. Well, thanks, Robert. Yeah, we're trying to do it with magnetism, Uh but that's uh, harder to do it. The sun is just so much bigger, it can just do it with gravity. But we're trying to do it. Someday we'll be able to get the magnetism or inertial confinement. There are different ways we're trying to do it, but we have to do it a different way because we don't have the size and the gravity that the sun has. Yeah, exactly. All right. Thanks, Robert. Appreciate your thoughts. All right. And I think you're right. I think, you know, nuclear will probably have to be, to continue to be a... Uh, a factor in in uh, our energy production. Let's go to Tim and Everson. Hi, Tim. Good afternoon, Joe. Yeah. Uh, hey, I'll make one. I want. I called you about the pipeline, but I, you know what? I really, I really want to talk just a couple seconds about. You know, Michelle was talking about policing, and then you guys kind of met in the middle and about high speed car chases and everything. But my deal is, I, I just can't believe how the whole policing thing has changed so rapidly. I I told you before, oh, maybe 20 years ago, uh, I was driving down the freeway, and my plates got run by a state trooper, and my license was suspended because I didn't pay a no-seatbelt ticket. And I should have known about that. That was a long story. Mm-hmm. But I, I got arrested on a Friday, and I couldn't see a judge until Monday. So I spent that time in jail, and now we're just letting people go over far more hideous things than not paying a seatbelt ticket. So I, I think the police rules have laxed. And so the main reason I called you was about the pipeline. Okay. And I don't know who, what happened to it, who did it, what's going on. But the caveat here with when people like John get ranting, is you can look it up months, months and months and months ago. Biden said, and it's on tape, if Russia invades Ukraine, Nord Stream 2 is done. And he got pushed on it. And he said, well, I can't really tell you how, but Nord Stream 2 is done. And that whole conversation with the reporter is on tape. So that's kind so that, of the that immediately the, is evidence that he ordered a, no, uh, a, a sabotage no. of it. I I think that seems a little far fetched, don't you? I mean, I don't think it's far fetched, but it's on tape. Okay, and why Russia blow it up? They could have just shut it off. They didn't need to blow up that up. I don't think Germany, who has that big of investment would do it. Could it be Ukraine? Sure it could. Could have been Spectre. I mean, how many James Bond <laughs> movies involved a, a criminal enterprise? You know, with the cre- frogmen? D- yeah, or, yeah, with, uh, you know, the, the giant spaceship that would go up and eat the eat the space capsule and and kidnap the astronauts and you know claiming one side you know oh it was either russians taking the americans or the americans taking the russians and you know that was their goal i don't don't know i don't know who did it Uh but 
when there's those comments on tape and it's done, and I can't tell you about how, but it'll be done. You know, I mean, I'm not saying that's that's <laughs> evidence that convicts them. I'm just saying, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, okay. <laughs> thanks, Jim. Appreciate yep. appreciate your thoughts. We got to take a quick break. We'll be back with more. We got Rich on the line. We want to hear from you too. Three six zero six seven six five four six four. Whatever's on your mind here on this Friday afternoon. If you are looking for individual health insurance or health and party drug plans to go with your Medicare, give us a call. Hi, this is Marcia Neal from Vibrant USA. If you have lost or are losing your group insurance and need assistance finding health insurance for you and your family, or if you're planning to retire soon and have questions on the cost and coverage of Medicare plans available in your area, the agents at Vibrant USA are here to help. There is never a charge for our services, so call now, 866 866- 733 Hi, I'm Lorraine from Lorraine's Window Coverings. We offer our clients the best of both worlds, a store full of the latest affordable Graber products, including remote control options, and then we come to you with just the right samples and our professional installers do the rest. We're a family-owned and operated business that's been serving our community for over 25 years. We always strive to go above and beyond to make sure our customers are as happy as this recent reviewer. We had a wonderful experience. Our consultant came to our house, took measurements, and made recommendations based on our needs. Once approved, we were given a timeline, which was spot on. Installation was scheduled, and the installers arrived on time and worked efficiently. The price was reasonable, and the outcome was even better than we expected. Need window treatments? Check out Lorraine's window coverings online, and then just call. 738-8175. Call Lorraine for your new blind. Lorraine's Window Coverings in Bakerview Square. The DeWard and Bodie 76th Anniversary Sale begins this Saturday at all three locations in Bellingham and Burlington. Starting this weekend, get double rebates of up to $1,000 on select appliance pairs and packages. Plus, pay no money down and no interest for up to two years on select appliances and up to six years on select mattresses. These special offers and more are only available at DeWard and Bodie during the 76th Anniversary Sale starting Saturday. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. A properly operating furnace will guarantee that you stay comfortable as the seasons change. Contact West Mechanical Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electric for a system inspection today at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Friday, and uh, we'll go right back to the phones. Rich in Ferndale joins us. Hi, Rich. How's Joe today? I'm doing good. Glad it's Friday. Nice and warm. Yeah, yeah, nice day. Nice weekend coming our way. Yeah, I was listening to you talk earlier about the high-speed chases, and I was like, ah... Uh... Law enforcement is a very necessary part of civilized living, and they need to have enough tools, of course, within their discretion. And we we define, how do you define a high-speed chase? Is it like two miles over the speed limit, 10, 20? I mean, you can't just let these people get away with it. There's risk involved in being a police officer, and it's many of them are perfectly happy to take the risk. You can't just, oh, we're not going to chase you no more because it's too dangerous. And that's like an open season ticket for them to just steal cars and get away with it. Well, I mean, how many how many car thefts or vehicle thefts are, you know, are in, encountered in, in act, action by a police officer? And I mean, I mean, a, an officer often encounters a vehicle that is suspected of being stolen. Then they try to pull it over. And and seems most of the time the perpetrator will pull over, but um, there'll be those times. But does that mean? I mean, I guess I, I when I look at the different types of crimes and property crimes, I mean, and it's not just the police officer who is put in danger; it's the the public, the traveling public. And do we want a high speed chase on our on our roadways? Because someone stole someone's property. I mean, I mean, what? I mean, I guess we have to have a definition of how what a serious crime is. And if, and they if, do stop. 
before this law, the police would break off a chase if it was really crazy and went too long. But they would, for a time, pursue them, you know, and that would be up to the officer. Like, it's a nice sunny day. Traffic's not heavy. Let's get this bugger. But if it's a bad day or it's dark or in a uh, busy neighborhood, then maybe they won't. You know, they, we're having so many new rules to tie the hands of law enforcement. And it seems like the most basic crimes, such as the most basic pro- crimes in civilized living is killing and theft. Those are the two main things we need to not happen. We need to not get killed, and we need to not have our stuff stolen. This is like going back thousands of years to when there was first civilization, I don't know, 4,000 years ago or something, maybe you know, before the Romans, Egyptians. We yeah. have devolved in this state into more lawlessness in the last couple of years. You, you something gets stolen, Joe, you have no hope of ever getting it back. You can file uh, a police report. Nothing will happen. I just heard of a story of a, a electric bicycle. A company, it's a neighbor of mine, works uh, near the hospital in a medical-related business, and two of the co-workers had bought electric bikes. Very expensive, like uh, 4000 bucks e-bikes. Uh-huh. They were stolen in broad daylight from, you know, with cabled up and everything at their place of business. They called the cops, and the Police told them that they really could do nothing, and there was really no hope for them. And you, I hear stories like this quite often, and I am right. so aggravated well, that we don't we don't do anything about crime anymore. And the drugs well, what, and the death. What would we do? I, and I, I, okay. I, I mean, I'm, I'm a member of a Facebook. Uh, I follow yeah. this Facebook post. It's stolen uh, Bellingham stolen bicycles. I think is the name of the group, and yeah. they post. This stuff, time, day in and day out, they post about bikes stolen or people that yep. they, they suspect of being, you know, having uh, stolen bikes. And I mean, it's a problem, obviously. For but There's I mean, I mean, what kind of resources do we expect our police department to, Joe, to spend? We expect them. We this well, is very basic. We expect them to investigate, right. do a little detective work, knock on a door, get it back, and take someone to jail. But that has not happened you... in ten years. You, you go, pay okay, taxes but, for this. But, this but, is what okay, but, the, but just think, just, okay, call the police. They come to the hospital. The bikes were here. Now they're gone. Where do the police right. start? Then do they start? They, then they, they, know, they, they, yeah. they spend their day, Joe, uh, how many days, smart, going from here to the, go here? They know, they know where the bike thieves are. It's not like okay. one bike got stolen. That's it. They well, know if, these things, but they're limited to what they can and can't do because if there's no imminent danger of harm, they're not allowed to do hardly nothing. Well, so, and they have it, to have some, stupid. they have to have, and it's our, our legal system that says they have to have some, uh, you know, they have to have a reason to suspect a person of committing a crime and just being in possession of something. I mean, they have to get to get a bike, for instance. They have to get a hold of the bike and then see its serial Run number. and serial see, number, yeah. And then if they've got it on, on record, then they say, okay, you don't own this bike. We, this has been stolen. So we're taking it. You and have at that, to prove at that you point, bought it. At, well, but at that point, I mean, who? I bought my bike, but I don't even know if I could produce proof that I bought it if somebody stopped well, me on the street. I if mean, you use the credit card. There's a proof of it, and you can call. You remember where you bought it? You call yeah. them up. I mean, Joe. Oh, but we this are all not, takes resources, Rich. I mean, that's okay. That's what we pay taxes for, Joe. Don't liberals get that? That cops okay. and law enforcement is there to enforce. Well, basic but, laws of theft and, and I mean you could the only way to go to jail now is you got to kill somebody. I mean you well, can't go to jail for nothing anymore. That's not really true. <laughs> but and, and, but and, I but I think but I think definitely you know back to our original about a chase. If someone if if someone poses a a, a, a physical danger to the public or to other people. Uh, then maybe then okay let's have yeah, a chase or they've committed a sex crime they've they've victimized somebody personally like that but danger I, to but, somebody physically yeah but I, mean, yes, I understand that but somebody who's but, stolen stuff i mean they, they'll so be able to get them eventually what i'm hearing is we don't want to commit fun resources to people who steal stuff we don't want to well, the it, thing is that our, you're telling me it's okay to steal this is what no, you're doing no no, you, no. i am not but i'm saying our resources and our personnel are i mean our police departments and our sheriff department for that matter are they're they're having uh having trouble getting enough people to to staff their their own departments and to to use the limited resources we have to chase down bike thieves hey, and these petty thieves I, I i i just the state don't of washington sense. State of Washington has $14 billion budget surplus this year. There's no excuse, Joe. All right. 
Okay. There's, and, it, there's just and, our government. What is the state run by? This state is run 100% by Democrats for the last four decades. So okay. whatever all right, the Rich. problems are, Republicans got nothing to do with it. Well, all right. Okay. All right. Thanks, Rich. Appreciate, appreciate it. Uh, let's see. We, we got time before we take a break. Uh, let's see. John in Bellingham's on the line. Hey, or is it Jonathan? Should we go by Jonathan? Yeah, hello? Yeah, you're on the air. Go ahead, John. Oh, hi, Joe. You know, I just listening to this uh, uh, rich guy. I just had, you know, about thirty-five years ago in Bellingham, just uh, there was a, a, a garage band uh-huh. that became very, very popular, and the, their name was "Hey, That's My Bike." <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's my bike. <laughs> yeah, that was the name of the band. Awesome. <laughs> so. <laughs> It's not a new problem, I guess, but that doesn't make the mean mean that it's not a bad bad one and one that people want to well, go away for sure. Lemons, it's turning lemons into lemonade. There you go. There you go. <laughs> hey, that's my bike. <laughs> Pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, you know, I wanted to mention something real quickly here on um, the Nordstrom uh, pipeline sabotage in the, okay. the Baltic Ocean. Okay. okay you know, because I've been looking at it. If you look around, what they have done is they have analyzed every ship that was in the area over like a three or four week period mm-hmm. and charted their travels. And there apparently was a NATO uh, underwater maneuvers in the area. Okay. They linked it down to one. It's interesting to look at. So, you know, a lot of these. Uh, People, now, I don't go so far as to draw conclusions. It's one thing to investigate a subject. Uh, I feel no need to come to a quick conclusion about this thing, of, you know, where it came from or why it was done. But it also appears there's an angle where the Russians had sabotaged two major pipelines in the Mediterranean. So this is kind of a tit for tat, maybe. Hmm. Okay. That's it. I'm just going to float that out there. I, I, I'm, I'm, that, that's another aspect of it. But I'll just say that rather than jump to like, uh, you know, like Tucker Carlson, or there's a lot of people, to, you know, like uh, Gateway Pundit, some of these other places have really been pumping out that it was Biden, it was Biden, right? But I, I don't think it's that simple ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Then uh, who knows what, what will happen here. But uh, yeah, it's. It'll play out. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know if we'll ever get the real story, but... Apparently, they can't even try to fix it till next summer. Yeah, well, the thing, you know, and what I've read is that, you know, this pipeline, it wasn't actually uh, operational that Germany had put the kibosh on it and said that we're not going to, you know, we're not going to allow this this to go uh, functional. It was filled with gas. Uh, Nord Stream 2 had been completed and filled with 300 million cubic meters of gas before Germany canceled the project in February. And it canceled the project over uh, German, or over Russia's um, uh, recognizing the two breakaway uh, uh, regions of Ukraine. Remember, that was uh, before, oh, the, yeah. before Russia invaded. Uh, so it's not like this is actually was pumping gas to, to Europe at the time anyway. Um, but, well, yeah, but it was, did have gas in it. There's one other aspect. There's just been a pipeline completed, like in the last few weeks, linking to the Norwegian gas fields. <laughs> hmm. Wow. So, I mean, in other words, you could almost say that it would have benefited this new pipeline if they get. Uh, if they, do you follow what I mean? It's yeah. not. It's not quite so easy to discern. Where the sabotage came from. Yeah, that, that's true. And the weather will... And at the, <laughs> well, at the same time, when you have that, I mean, Russia is behaving like a rogue nation. Well, it certainly is, yeah. It's out of control. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm not taking sides or, you know, I'm just saying that's a rogue nation trying to steal property from its neighbor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, behavior, that's the behavior of a rogue nation. Well, when you act, when a rogue nation begins acting rogue, at that point... You don't really know who its enemy is, right? Because there's a lot of people who have standing to be their enemy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, John, and uh, go okay, Mariners. Bye-bye. All right, appreciate your call. I've got, well, look, quick before we take a break, let's go to Jim in Friday Harbor. has been holding on. Hi, Jim. 
Hey, Joe, thanks. Uh-huh. Yeah, I just, I just want to uh, correct Rich, you know, uh, and tell Rich that uh, it, you can go to jail without killing somebody uh, if you're conservative and you have the wrong politics and they can work figure out how to arrest you. So no. Rich is wrong about that. Okay. All uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, and I, and I wanted to talk about electric, but I just want to say, too, uh, you know, on this uh, pipeline that exploded, you know, if it was a conservative president who said uh, he was going to end the pipeline uh, if Russia invaded uh, another country and then that pipeline got ended mysteriously, people would draw a beeline directly to that conservative president. So I, I just want to say I think you're mistaken in saying that uh, that's not possible or that that's uh, a stretch. Or something like that. I can't remember what you said. Uh, anyway, I don't know if I want to talk about. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I want to talk about. Uh, so, yesterday I heard you talking. By the way, it's nice to be able to hear the station again. I've been working on the west side of the island for the last three months, and uh, I really kind of started to like your program before I ended up getting banished to the other end of the island. So, it's <laughs> well, nice we're to- glad to have you here on the east side. <laughs> <laughs> nice to be back where I got reception. Oh, good. So. Uh, you know, you're talking yesterday a little bit about, uh, you know, the pros and cons on uh, battery-operated cars uh-huh. and uh, less greenhouse gas and everything. But, you know, there's no way to nail that down because we don't know how they're doing things in China, creating these batteries and these solar panels. You know, we don't know what type of catastrophic uh, pollution-creating ways they have. So there's really no way to have statistics on it. So we shouldn't pontificate on different statistics there's a, a study three years ago by the IFO think tank in Munich found that electric vehicles in Germany emit 11% to 28% more carbon dioxide than their diesel counterparts. So that's three years ago by the IFO think tank. But, you know, and then you can go back and forth on statistics, but the thing is we really don't know. But I feel by just by dead reckoning that the Chinese don't care about pollution at all. They care about power. And however many, uh, you know, coal plants they want to create, I guess it's 10 every week or every month, I can't remember, to create the stuff that we're buying to uh, have in our minds zero emissions. I think it's a pipe dream and a fantasy. And we got to start being honest about this. You know, if the environmentalists really get honest about this, I'll get on board. But I don't see a lot of honesty. All right. Okay, Jim. Appreciate your thoughts. I, I, I mean, I, I don't know how the, the Chinese produce the batteries. I, I don't. Maybe there's a, a super hyper polluting way to do it, but I don't know. I guess I would say too, but quick before you go, that I mean, once the, the vehicles are here and we're using them, they're going to produce less emissions than a diesel or a gasoline vehicle. So I mean, yeah. But yes. so I, I, just just a thought there. But well, right. All right, I got to take a quick break. And I'll t- we got Ken and Custer hanging on, and we'll get to him in just a moment. And we'll have a minute or two to hear from you as well. 360-676-5464. The Lummy Bay Market at Exit 260 is where you'll find more in the store. You'll find more in the store because there's so much store. Almost 10,000 square feet. And the Lummy Bay Market stocks almost everything you need for on and off the road. You'll find the best value on gas and diesel along the way with more than you would expect out of a convenience store. There's a liquor department featuring a great selection of your favorite competitively priced spirits and fine mixers and of course you'll want to check out the huge selection of cold beer in their massive beer cave don't feel like cooking dinner the pizza nini express at lummy bay market is serving up fresh made to order pizza and skippers is where you'll find tasty fish and chips along with their famous clam chowder satisfying the hungriest of appetites make the lummy bay market your first or last stop of the day for fuel food and more the lummy bay Market just off I 5 at exit 260 on Rural Avenue. Open 24 hours, seven days a week. Lummy Bay Market, where there's more in the store. My name is Marcus Vierta, and I manage a small business here in Whatcom County called Western Solar. Every day I see firsthand the impact good jobs have on the lives of people. Sharon Shoemake is an economist and a mom who brings practical, real life experience to the state Senate. I became an economist to help people. Now I'm running for state senate to fix our broken housing market, create jobs, lower taxes on working people, and build an economy that works for everyone. Paid for by People for Sharon, Democrat. 
This is Heidi Person, General Manager of the Cascade Radio Group, with a look at some good news in our community that we like to call the upside. WECU has served Whatcom County and the state of Washington for more than 80 years. This fall, WECU announced this year's recipients of their Education First grant program, which supports local groups advancing education in Whatcom County. In total, the program is awarding $110,000 to three local nonprofits, making a positive impact to our community including the Nooksack Salmon Enhancement Association, Pickford Film Center, and the Bellingham Child Care and Early Learning Center. To find out more about this year's award recipients, visit WECU.com slash Education First. The Upside is brought to you from a grant provided by Bayside Coin & Jewelry. They are the largest buyer and seller of gold and silver in the Northwest. Bayside Coin & Jewelry in the Iowa Business Park. If you have good news to report, email it to us at the Upside at CascadeRadioGroup.com. Did you know that many of your neighbors are struggling to keep food on the table? In an average year, Whatcom County Food Banks feed 3,500 local families weekly. Area food banks need your support now more than ever. The Feed the Need Community Food Drive supports local food banks. Team up with Industrial Credit Union and Cascade Radio Group to help fight hunger. A donation of just $10 can purchase $80 worth of food. Donate now through October 8th at Industrial Credit Union branches or online at industrialcu.org. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. And we have a few minutes left here on this Friday afternoon to hear from you. We hope you'll give us a call, as Ken in Custer did. Hi, Ken. Hey, uh, you can't hear me, right? I can hear you, yeah. Okay, that was just, yeah, it's a strange transition. That's all right. You know, hey, what can I say? I've mentioned before, you hear my voice, and sometimes I don't hear yours. Really? Mm. You know what? I want to go a different way. (laughs) Is that because of your hearing there, Ken? (laughs) Oh, I'm telling you, too much loud music. Yeah, yeah. I I grew up in the days of the Walkman. Uh Oh, okay. I remember one time, actually, I was on a bus riding to my job in Seattle, Uh and some gal came up and said, could you turn down your music that was in my (laughs) headphones? I was like, no problem, ma'am, but I'm glad you don't live in my building. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. You you have those little, those foam, those foam. I I always appreciate your show, but I have to say, Mr. or Mrs. KGMI that lets Joe say whatever he wants. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure Joe gets to say whatever he really thinks. And if it's unpopular with the boss, they let it go. Yeah. That is so rare, so cool. And, you know, yeah, I can't believe it, but, you know, I mean, Today, I've been agreeing with a bunch of people that, you know, I'm supposed to disagree with. Mm. But, you know, it's amazing. If you let people talk, how much we actually agree on. And, and what how much great... fun we can have talking, you know? I, I mean, challenge, I, yeah. The thing, I mean, I have, I don't learn too much, although occasionally. And, and okay, there we go. Uh, my problem, not his. Jim or Tim, that's a socialist. And again, my hearing. Uh, yeah, listen to your coaches. Don't. Yeah, yeah, want, yeah, yeah. It's not my. It's not his problem. It's mine. But yeah, don't read from Palenti or something like that. I've already read those. I, you know, I'm not shining him on. Seriously, he's deeper uh-huh. than Gorb at all. I want to hear what he has to say. Yeah. I can. I could sit there and read capitalism and freedom, mm-hmm. but I already know what I think. All right, and I, I, I'm amazed, kind of sometimes, about the things Joe thinks, John thinks, Rich. You know, it's like, hey, Rich. You know what? Sometimes I don't. But you know, hey. All right. It's all right. Everybody's allowed to be wrong. I think even Mr. Biden said that. And you know, while mm-hmm. I'm on that, yeah, darn, am I mad at. Donald Trump, did he handle that wrong on the funeral? I'd have let them all to have gone. But, you know, it's their choice. And he's like, and he's ranking on her president because, you know, what he should have said was, hey, we've been like your best friend forever. Our sitting president should have had a closer seat. Oh, okay. Not, You know what I'm saying? 
You mean the, I mean, you're talking about the Queen? We all have to. Well, well, yeah, the Queen's funeral. Okay. So it'd be nice if they all went. But yeah, there's you know, but then he's ranking on Biden because well, if I was president, they wouldn't have sat me in the seventh row. Yeah. Okay. So you have a bigger ego. All right. Oh wow. <laughs> right, Ken. <laughs> yeah. There's a surprise, right? <laughs> yeah. Shocker. Stop the presses. Donald Trump had a. I mean, every. I never even heard of him before really he ran for president, but I did uh-huh. see that very funny commercial where basically a bunch of yes men from his whatever your fired show uh-huh. uh, were like, oh, yeah. no, And they're showing my Manhattan with a building that went, like was 85 miles tall. So, oh, yeah, that'll fit in the landscape. No problem. <laughs> where are you t- <laughs> All right, Dan. Thanks for love you too, man. GMI, really, what a great thing they are doing to let you, me, and everybody else talk. Awesome. Thanks, Ken. Appreciate your call. And I want to give uh, Rick a chance here before we wrap things up. Rick in Bellingham is on. Hi, hi, Rick. Well, hi. Yeah, I just wanted to point out that that Fusion is not a perpetual motion machine. It it needs to be refueled. Fusion I mean, does. You know, you know, if, you know, if that if that was the case, that you know, the the sun would would never would never die. There, you know, there would be no supernovas. There would be no. But what you know, nothing. What's the difference between a fusion and a fission reaction? Well, well, the the, the, the fusion is is where um, a, a, atoms are pushed together and the, and they. You know, like two two elements are the atoms from two elements are put together, and they and they're made. They make another element. Just like you know, in in fusion and fusion in the sun, you know, two hydrogen at you know uh-huh. atoms what? are put together, and and they make and they make helium. And then then but then it's unstable. So the so then those new atoms event then they degrade or deteriorate and. Those... Well, no. The thing is that this it, this keeps on. It is, you know. I mean, there. I mean, you know. Shoot. I mean, this. Look how big the sun is. I mean, you know. Yeah. There, there's all mm-hmm. sorts of. You know. There's a. You know. Tons and tons and tons of of hydrogen atoms in the sun. You know, and and, and stuff like that. And all right. Well, and, 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 and I'm out of know, town. The... I'm out of time, Rick. So I got to cut you off. Oh, but we'll, we'll continue. Give me a call back on Monday. Well, I guess it'll be on Tuesday because we got our candidate debate on Monday. So I hope you'll all join us then.